The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Nerds, discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. to another episode, a new episode as well, which is where I was originally going thought-wise, of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Excited about tonight because now that people have been there, we can talk about stuff. Well, before we talk about stuff, go check out the greatly behind Wookiee Radio site, WookieRadio.net, which I will get it caught up soon and try to figure out how to stay caught up. Um, on our right-hand side is our affiliates, uh, and like you heard in our intro, um, check out Toink.com, T-O-Y-N-K.com. Use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your first, or your, your purchase in general. Um, Supporting them supports us. Uh, and also, to go check them out on Instagram and, and tell them Wookiee Radio sent you. Um, but also, to check out Heroes and Villains, Biddy Boomers. Uh, use code WeBeGeeks at Biddy Boomers for 15% off your purchase there. Uh, some great Star Wars Biddy Boomers. Um, and check out some of our other partners and affiliates that we have. Um, also, to go check out Jersey Ninja. They got some great. Star Wars themed hockey jerseys that are amazing. Uh, these guys have seen me with my Kessel Run jersey that I have from them, which I actually helped design. So awesome. Uh, and of course, we gave one away not too long ago and uh, actually had that winner on the show not too long ago as well. So, but um, most of the show, I think, is going to be talked about uh, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, that's it. Mm hmm. We're going to talk about Galaxy's Edge. Well, there's something else that happened at Galaxy's Edge. That it might have something to do with this here. We came on a Star Cruiser and we crashed. Except maybe they didn't crash. I don't know. I, no, no, they, they 
they came on a Star Cruiser, but no, they did not crash. They did not luckily. crash, luckily. Uh, we are recording on March 2nd. Uh, just putting that date out there because yesterday, March 1st, Disney's Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser opened to paying guests. This is a project that, you know, of course, everyone knows I've said I've been involved with since February 8th, and I couldn't talk much. Now that all the media blitz has happened, and all, there's all this video, and we're officially open, I could talk a bit more. So... I guess it's time to have my fellow smugglers drill me about the Star Cruiser and figure out how we turn this into a lengthy episode. So have you played with the lightsaber? Yes. The real lightsaber? How have is I, that still secrets on how it works? Yes. Ah. And even then I still don't understand it. But no, I cannot say how it works. But I have held you it. You know I how have, it works. A little. I, I can say I, I have held it. I have ignited it, retracted it. It's yeah. That's all I can say. Because it's show it's a show element. I have I have touched it. I have you. Yeah. But I I can't go into more details about it. So do guests get to use the no. or um work with that one at all? No. Okay. Nope. Not at all. Unfortunately. So well, fortunately, but not fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> So, but there are lightsabers in the training dojo or for this lightsaber training that guests could use. Yeah, but that's just the standard lightsabers that you get that you can buy in the parks and stuff, isn't it? I mean, they'll be different, but they're they, basically the same thing with they're the, similar. Um, they're similar poly blade and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're similar. Um, there, is, there is some obviously some Disney magic for them to work with the, uh, with the show that we do that the guests use them in. Um, that I can't talk about because of the technology and the propriety of it. Um, but it is cool. The fact that you do get training remotes that come out of the wall. And, and obviously you can tell they're boxes. They're, they're square boxes mm-hmm. that come out of the wall. Uh, in your first two rounds, you, you have a tracer beam. So you know where it's going to go. And then you line up your saber with it. The last one, there is no tracer beam. You have to use the force to try to connect with the, with the low power blaster shot nice and their shields too to help block which are awesome as well zoe wants a shield they sell they sell replicas of the shield in the in the gift shop yeah she wants a shield i want the saber one because it's the halcyon saber i want the saber yeah so so derek what do you got where do you want to start with this i think you're muted derek ah (laughs) i was i muted for for the intro (laughs) i don't know I guess my question for you guys: how much of the how much of the videos and reviews have y'all watched or read? I saw some pictures. I think that's about it. Yeah. Although I did hear one of the other one that that I've heard is a really interesting effect that people are trying to figure out is on the bridge. How do they make it? Or um, does it actually look like anywhere you're standing on the bridge that you're seeing the same as everybody else is out there? So it's like it, like the screens are outside of the actual window, or the windows of the screen. I can't say. <laughs> you, well, the, you look like yeah, you're wait, staring into space. I, yeah, but uh, if you're, because isn't there a spot where you actually are above a planet or something? And you're looking out the bridge. Quite a, quite a few times. Quite a few times. Yeah. You're out, outside. So the anywhere you walk on the bridge, does you look like you're looking at that planet, like, like as if it was actually outside the windows and not on a screen sitting in front of yeah, you? Yeah. 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 Okay. 
That's what I'm saying. So, like, you're if I space. walk past a um, divider on the screen and go from one screen to another, am I able to keep the same focus point, basically? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it's it's smooth. I mean, watch any of the videos. You'll see, you'll see the videos of people looking out the bridge and moving across. It, it's... It's a constant image. It's it's about as far as I could go. I know how it's done. I can't. I can't say because that's part of the magic, and that's part of. I mean, I've, who knows? Maybe it'll get told, but uh, we'll, yeah. we'll discuss it once it appears on Disney Plus. Well, we know your your specialty is in um, audio engineering and things like that. Yep. So, are there like um, bands or anything on the cruiser that you're actually working with? There in are the entertainment side of it that way. Uh, well, the whole thing is entertainment. Yeah. Uh, a lot of our cast are mine. Well, so what? Go ahead. Go ahead. What there. do you specifically work on then? A little bit of everything. Uh, I help run right now. What I've been training, I help run the different training sequences on the bridge. I help run um, training sabers. Those shows. I help support the tech on that. Um, and of course, we're hidden. I can't say where we're at, but I mean it's all tech supported. But when you look at this, it's like, has, oh my God, it's it's amazing how it's done. Has how's the training been going? Is it, it a lot of new stuff for you to learn? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, there there's some there's some things that tech wise I'm involved with that I've never worked before, so I, I'm learning it. Uh, and there's other things that I, I've done. Nor it's been normal and, and it's fine. It's but there's a lot of technology involved that um, it's just all impressive what we're doing with it. That's what they need to do at some point is actually do a almost behind the scenes on the tech being used. Not maybe not how it's being used, but what was developed for this. Right. And, and who knows? Maybe there will be on Disney Plus. I don't know. I, I don't have that information. I don't have those details. And, and I don't want to speculate or put out rumors that, oh, yeah, there's going to be a video or there's going to be a. Disney Plus is going to do a behind the scenes of the, of the of the hotel. I don't know. I don't know what's planned. I just know we opened, um, and I and I know the journey that I was involved with for about three and a half weeks to, to get to this point, and, and it's been a it's been a it's been a wild ride, and I am honored and thrilled to be a part of this. How did the opening go? Opening day yesterday went great. Um, people actually started showing up a couple hours earlier than they were supposed to. Well, that's what you're supposed to do for cruise, aren't you? And uh, and and some of the outfits that people are wearing are amazing. It looks looks awesome. I mean, was it? I was just gonna say, was it a full? Was it full capacity or? uh, With all the rumors that we had heard of how many cancellations, um, we we are. It does not appear that there were any cancellations on this. So they, they backfilled reservations. Fairly easy. So probably, yeah, I'd say there's probably a pretty extensive waiting list. Yeah. I will say for sure, you look at the early videos um, going up to the video with the star from the Goldbergs, ignore those videos. Do away with those videos. Trust the videos that came out uh, starting Friday, the Friday the 20th or Friday the 18th from Disney. Hey, my birthday. Trust, trust the video from there on. Trust that video. Uh, today, November, uh, November second. Why am I thinking it's November already? Today, March second. I don't know. God. 
I don't want to jump the year that far already. Uh, March 2nd, Disney Parks blog posted a video of when Oscar Isaacs came on the bridge or came onto the ship. And it, it's all real reaction. It's not him acting. It's because uh, I remember seeing him come off the elevator or entering the atrium and the look on his face was classic and amazing. It was great. And, and he says it best in, in that video that he he's looking around for cameras because it, it feels like a movie shoot. It really does. And, and he had a, he had a blast with his time on the bridge and in the atrium. I don't know where else they, uh, I think they took him down to do saber training as well. And he just had a blast. So here's a, here's a, a guy who was on set, a star of the films. And, it, and he, he sold on the, sold on the project. We've done our job. There is nothing like this in the world. The immersion, the, I mean, it is literally a live action role-playing choose your own adventure experience because yeah i'm on the actual star cruiser website at the moment checking de- out some of this stuff just depending on what you do while you're on the ship and even when you go to batu depends on the path you take in your story and there's four different elements to your story you can either go jedi or force will or force sensitive you could go um resistance you could go first order or you could go scoundrel and you may say oh i'm gonna do all this but you might find yourself enthralled with one part of the story and then all of a sudden you're you're now going a different path so i mean it just depends there, there's so much and and if you if you had the money to do it a second time you may not go down the same path that you did the first time or you probably or or that path that you if you did go the same path maybe it's not the same way you did it the first time that that's what's so fun about this and so so thrilling about it yeah i'm just i'm flipping through the um site here and wow some of this food looks amazing already have you got a chance to try any of the food there i have not this this is totally different than what's at batu i have not done any of the food uh a lot of that was done before i got to to the ship and literally i mean it's refer you know we don't talk about oh going to the to the resort no it's going to the ship i mean when you're inside you're you're on the ship you're not going to a resort you're going to the ship now is there anything that um adds the illusion of being a ship as like the um the floors rumble just a little bit here and there or um there is the the ambient noise is constant uh the video screens anytime the ship goes into hyperspace whether you're in the atrium or you're in your cabins it's all the all the windows all the exterior looks are going to reflect you're going into hyperspace. Uh, with, with bridge, some of your bridge trainings, you end up in an asteroid field. Even in the cabins, you're going to see asteroids floating by the ship in the cabin. Okay. Uh, when the First Order does their blockade and they surround the ship with TIE fighters and Star Destroyers, you're going to see them flying by outside your ship or outside your cabin window along with outside the bridge and out and outside the big atrium windows in the atrium. So, I mean, it's all the videos correspond. Anything you see outside, obviously they're video because of the illusion of space, mm-hmm. but they're all, it's all tied in together. It carries the story all the way through. It's not like, Oh, we're going into hyperspace, but you don't get that effect in the, in the, uh, in the cabins, the whole ship goes into hyperspace. Everything you see outside is hyperspace. You end up in an asteroid field. You see asteroids flowing, floating by everywhere. So TIE fighters floating around, you're going to see the TIE fighters. You're going to see passing starships, you're going to see passing starships. So, yeah, it's 
It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, the illusion's great. The immersion's great. And, and we have characters that, which are officially canon. The ship is canon. Yeah. Um, we have characters for the ship that were developed and designed for the ship. Melissa gave me a funny look. We're open. I could talk about this. <laughs> this stuff that's out there now. Um, I mean, we, we have characters that were designed for the ship. I mean, some are already known. Captain Keevan. Uh, Linka, Linka Mock, uh, Sammy, the mechanic, uh, SK620, um, which, oh my God, SK is gorgeous. Love SK. It's such an awesome looking astromech. Glad to be working with him. Is that the one that's in the picture here of, um, look, wait, let me go back to where I was at. It's like a light blue. I believe so. It's like in the, there's a picture. I'm on the, yeah, it's light blue with like, um, yeah, with orange uh, trim. Orangey. Yes. Orange trim. Yeah. That's SK. XK six two zero, gorgeous droid. Trying to find where did I find? Was it absolutely highlights? gorgeous droid. He's totally different than any other astromech we've ever seen. Yes, you, it's like brand, it's a brand new series. SK, uh, we've seen him one other time. Um, there's another droid named Noah, uh, kind of like a teal head, like a Miami Dolphins type teal head. Uh, but I don't. I think he might have been in um, Mandalorian. Okay, maybe. Either Mandalorian or maybe Book of Boba Fett. I don't remember. But, I mean, so there is another, as far as I know, there is another SK series type droid, or at least dome type, um, out there. Uh, but I don't know if the Noah droid is the same, same series, if it's an SK series like SK. I saw the picture. I'm just trying to find it. Uh, I don't remember what the Noah looks like. While I'm looking for Noah... Any other questions, Derek? You've been quiet. I know you're you're just kicking back, enjoying all this. Mm. Oh, there's the picture I was looking for. Okay, this is the picture I saw. It's popping up in the chat. Yes, that's SK. Okay, the dome is different. The um, yes, the body is a standard astromech. Yes, just different colors. The dome is a little different because it's just the way they have it painted. Well, it, it's mostly one color. It doesn't have a whole lot of the extra um, protrusions and such. Well, if you also notice too, it's got antennas on the side as well. Oh, ah, okay. So it's got two sets of antennas. It's a dual antenna in the back and, and the other there. Uh, this one was modified slightly with the name ba or with the uh, starliners um, like badge marking on the dome as well. Um, with the body, yes, it's very similar to the R2 bodies. Um, oh, that body is used for like R2, R4, or R2, R5, I think R2, R3, R4s, R5s. And then it changed, I think it changes for six, seven, and eight. And then it's back to this for nine. Okay. It's been a while since I've really done anything with Astromax. But as we know, Astromax is one of my favorite, favorite droids, droid styles. And I will say SK has become a um, a favorite. It's a it's a new favorite Star Wars character for me. Uh, I I am absolutely loving SK. See, they say he's a he's a R series droid, but he's an R. We've been saying, you know, we've been told he's a it's an SK series. Okay, so it's an R series, but it's, it's a designed SK droid. So I don't know. Wikipedia does not have enough information to explain why um, it's an R. Uh, an SK. Well, remember, Wikipedia is not a, technically an officially licensed Lucasfilm site, so no, or Disney. I I understand that. Um, so they have what information they've been given and that what they figured out on their own. We were discussing it with them a couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah. 
it's not like Disney or Lucasfilm passes everything through them. Right. Well, no, but, but they do their research to try and try and be a, a great resource for, yeah for Lucas. Sure. But some things you can't get yeah. access to. Oh yeah. It is unfortunately the state of the, of things. Yeah. Well, I mean, eventually some things will come, come down the road. So technically in Canon, uh, according for our series droids, there's an R1, which is the uh, the big ha- has no ar- no legs. It's the suction the the hover one, the one that we see standing uh, in the New Hope next to the um, to the sand crawler. Uh, and then there's the uh, the R2, the R3, which is the clear dome, R4, uh, an R5, which of course we know is the like R5D4, and then there's an R6, and then R0. Uh, in Legends. We have an R7, an R8, and an R9. And those are all right now in the Legends line. But I want to remember N0AH. Uh, okay, so who is that? So have you got a chance to check out any of the cabins at all? Yes. Uh, I just posted pictures on Facebook today uh, yeah. from the open house that uh, the entertainment cast got. Uh, for us to show our families the resort and they had a preview they they had a regular stateroom and a in the low level suite for us to peruse and look at they did okay. not have any of the um the grand captain suites yes uh personally we we actually enjoyed the uh the suite the actual suite yeah and that that would be a way that I would want to go if we did it so now the um in the standard cabinet it says how it has the um built in bunks. Yes. The two berths for extra people that it says it'll sleep adults, but how how small does that adult have to be to fit in those? Uh, I know like I was looking at um I've looked at uh, I know with trains and where it's like, yeah, you can um you get the punk pull down bunk, but it's only like six foot wide. <laughs> it's uh, like oh, I'm six foot four, it doesn't kind of work that yeah. way. <laughs> You being six four, you're gonna be a little. You may be a little tall or short. Uh, I know. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be in the bunk anyway. I'd be in the, a regular bed. But the one video I saw, the uh, one guy claimed to be five ten and had plenty of room. Still, still has some room. So maybe six. Maybe you could be six foot and be and still be okay. Six four is gonna be a little tight. Yeah. Well, like I said, if you lay, if if I you go, lay flat, you just me and Vicky in the room. So yeah, but. Um, that room will sleep at least five, you know, two in the bed, one in each bunk bed. And then there's a, a Murphy style bed that comes out of the wall that you can sleep on as well. So you could put at least five in that room. Yeah. Without bumping into each other. Yeah. Yeah. I sent y'all the picture of, um, a link to an eBay auction that has that Noah droid, which I can't, I can't find on Wikipedia. Mm. <clears throat> The one thing I, I did I look um, it says, where's that preparing? They, I know we've covered this before, but looking at this and looking at the pricing and stuff, um, it's kind of slick that your price basically includes everything but your um, but alcohol and extras. Alcohol and merchandise. Like, yeah. yeah, anything that you want to actually buy while you're there. But all your food, all your entertainment, everything's all included, just like if you're on a regular cruise. Right. Okay. So Noah is the astromech uh, that's in pos- that Cobb Vanth owns, uh, and appeared 
and it appeared as an unnamed droid originally in Chapter 9, The Marshal, which was the Season 2 premiere of Mandalorian. And it, it is the same style droid as uh, as SK. It's the exact same style, the same dome. So, so, so that droid, that dome series has been around since at least, oh, what did they say? Um, at least after the Battle of Endor. So, so, yeah. So if you choose to go the route of the smuggler, do you get to um, carry a blaster? No, you do not get to. Only weapon, realistically, you would be able to carry on on board is a lightsaber. What, do they not consider that a weapon? They do, but they know, but it's not a blaster. Disney still has a anti-firearm rule. That's why we we really don't sell blasters in the parks anymore. We yeah. uh, even in Frontierland, they don't sell the old flintlock rifles anymore. The the old toy Kentucky long rifle or Tennessee long rifle, they don't sell those anymore. There, there's no firearm unless it looks like an obvious. Well, no, because I don't I don't think they sell buzz, anything associated with Buzz Lightyear blaster wise anymore either. None of the um, none of the shows at Hollywood Studios. Well. That'd be part of the show. Well, this, I mean, stormtroopers still carry yeah. blasters around the park, but and they have them on the ship. Those are the only blasters you're going to see. And Chewie has his bowcaster. That's it. That's that's absolutely it. There's nothing. There's nothing more. So when you're exploring the ship and stuff, do they have? Um, are you able to explore like engineering and some of these other decks that? Yes. So you can actually see some of that type of stuff yep. too. You go in engineering. Uh, there's a climate room. Uh, climate simulator to give you an idea of what it's going to be like on Batu that day, um, or what it is the the day that you walk in there, um, which is pretty cool. It, it's it's literally just an outdoor, a small little outdoor courtyard to give people a a break if they're getting too claustrophobic in many ways. But it, it, it's cool how it's done up to say it's a climate simulator. Yeah. So. It's so relaxing in that room. That's this one actually one of my favorite rooms out that in the in the main show area or in the front part of the ship. The snack cabins. I I really like that room. It's peaceful. It's quiet. I know Derek's got more questions. I see it on his face. Not uh, like not at the moment. I'm looking through the um, sample itinerary thing they have down here. Now, story of the ship. This is the 275th anniversary of the ship. So the ship's been around 275 years. Uh, as we know with the comics, it goes back to the High Republic era. Um, yeah, I read that comic. Uh, actually, I read it yesterday, but I bought it when it first came out, what, two weeks ago? Uh, beginning of February, yeah. In the beginning of February. Um, the uh, So you, as we know in the first issue, the ship's coming across a, a pirate attack from Crimson Jack. Where, Wasn't that a character from the original Marvel comics? Yes, it was. So Crimson that was, Jack he was like is in now, the very first Marvel comics, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, I think comes in somewhere between issue 7 to 10. <clears throat> yeah, it's right after they finish up with A New Hope. Yes. I've not read many of those, but I've read through the beginning of it. I think Crimson Jack comes in shortly after the, uh, the appearance of Jackson. And Crimson Jack is one of uh, Eric's favorite characters from the original series. Okay. Um, of course, Eric from Mighty Marvel Geeks or those smugglers who don't listen to the other shows that, that I do, like Weeby Geeks that I do with Derek. But uh, no, um, so yeah, so there's the pirate attack that is is happening on the Halcyon. So this is the first voyage after that attack, um, after it's been in dry dock. 
getting ready for the, uh, and this is the first well, so voyage not for part the, of the story of the. No, it is part of the story. Yeah, but the actual attack isn't. No. There doesn't is... happen while you're there. No, but you do have a uh, first order infiltration happening on the ship. So there's a lieutenant that comes on the cruise right before you sail with some stormtroopers. And is with you the entire time, all the way to the end. And your cruise ends with a finale show with a lightsaber fight between Kylo Ren and, and Ray. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool fight. And there are copies of this. There are people who, from the media sailing, that have that recorded the entire finale. And yeah, the videos look great, but to see it in person is amazing. Again, as a stemman, you would appreciate the work that, the, that this cast does. It's, it's really nice. Cool. Yeah, there's a couple places around here I'd like to. Um takes a couple lessons in um in just sword work in general just to get familiar with it yeah i've been listening to i listened to another podcast that um i finally played through the whole thing and um it's actually it's not star wars but um adrian paul has his own podcast the hollywood experience but um it's basically the officials podcast of his sword experience workshops that he does oh cool and it's basically the entire – the whole podcast is basically him talking to stunt people and other people in the entertainment business about action in the movies and, enter- and entertainment. Oh, that's very cool. So What's it, it was interesting when he actually had um, William Shatner on with him. That is interesting. I think Derek asked what it was called. What's that podcast called? The Hollywood Experience. Or look up Adrian Paul. He's also got the YouTube channel. I am now talking about lightsabers. I uh, I don't remember who put it together, um, but check out um, on YouTube, search real lightsaber fight. And they actually got an actual, uh, not a martial arts swordsman, but a, a more traditional sword, like European style sword and had them choreograph a real lightsaber experience. And with this video, it's a combination of, um, it's a, it's a master and learner going through a final lightsaber battle challenge i guess for the next level and uh and it gives it a more realistic look so not as much flourishments and and the spins and the you know the saber spins and the, the physical body spins and all that um it looks more like a saber you know a saber fight as if it took place in the battle you know of roman times or during you know medieval times type setting and it's a gorgeous gorgeously choreographed and i find myself when i do even even when i'm playing around with zoe it, it, this is almost the way i i prefer to lightsaber battle i mean yeah i mean if i got time to move around i may flick you know i may do a spin or two battle wise but you know i'm not bit i'm not big on the flourishments because i'm not good at it so i'm gonna have a william wallace type vibe with my with my technique yeah Trying to, I've got one of the videos up running, but I don't know. Was it from? I've noticed when I play the Vader Immortal on my Oculus that I have a certain stance that I didn't realize I would have. Yeah. Now with the Vader Immortal, you have a you almost have a, a training dojo in there too, right? With the training yes, remote. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I want to say it's kind of similar, but not with the training do our remotes aren't the same type. They're not free for free floating balls. Uh, they are remotes that pop out of the wall. They're part of a, a cylinder or a mm-hmm. cube, <clears throat> cube like thing that comes in and out of the wall. 
and does it that way. So it's a little bit different, but still gives you the same effect because you because you're gonna forward face it the whole time and, and not have one f- free floating around you where you have to maneuver. Um, and part of it's just the way the show is and logistics to get a whole bunch of people in. I mean, there's four rows of uh, five people, so you know, twenty people, twenty twenty five people at a time in the room. So twenty no twenty people at a time. Yeah, for the saber training. So it, it's it's pretty cool. So what else, guys? My chance. Uh, I'm being. I'm able to be an open book. I know y'all have had questions and uh, characters. We we see. Uh, we did have Lieutenant Croy, right? Listed in the the original characters of uh, that were announced with the Star Cruiser when we got the captain and the cruise director, which is Lenka. Possibly. I don't remember. Okay. Lieutenant Croy is the first order officer. Um, of course, we got stormtroopers. Uh, our mute, our main talent on the ship is a is a, a toy like named Gaia, and she, um, she is actually not only is she on the ship to perform, but she is also involved in um, part of the missions to recover a stone that was stolen from Ryloth that she's trying to recover back for Ryloth. Um, then there's her agent who is Wraith Cole. Who uh, is a smuggler, but also the the agent, uh, and then we have um, Gaia's companionist, who's a Rodian named Wani, and, and she talks. She'll talk to to the guest. Uh, she, I haven't heard her talk enough, so I don't know if she's speaking Hut or if she's speaking Rodian. Uh, I'm not sure. They have a um, on the so. website. They have a picture of. Um, they, uh, a picture about relaxing in the sublight lounge. Is that um, her sitting there playing sabak with everybody? Got like a purple mohawk thing between her antenna. Kinda, yeah. And then yeah. she got a purple dress with a, yep. like a gold necklace. Yep. Okay. The the Rodian? Yeah, that'd be her. And hey, then, what do you know? A green Rodian. You never get to see those anymore. Then there is a new <laughs> a new musician by the name of Sandro. Kind of shy. Uh, strumming along, um, come find out there's a little love affair with, or a little love story between Wani and, and Sandro, which just really plays out really well too. Um, that's pretty much it. Those are the those are the characters on the ship. Uh, there is another droid, uh, D three. Uh, I don't remember the rest of her call sign or her her call letters. Um, she's like a, a concierge type droid, uh, and. You only see her on your vid screens in your room, and you can ask her for help with anything from your room, which is really cool. Uh, the other musician you're talking about is that the Tegrutin? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's Sandra. Yep. Now you said the um, the droid is only on the vid screens in the rooms. Do they work that kind of like the way you would in Alexa, where it's totally voice activated? Uh sorta. Uh, but I think it also ties into if you have certain mission stuff, she'll pop up as well. Okay. I, I didn't get to yep. really activate her when we did the room previews, so I'm not really all too sure how that works. Uh, I will definitely default to videos, um, check out review videos of people from the trip. Now, some of the top, one of the top videos that a lot of people are referencing are, is probably one of the best is the one from Disney Food Blog. They probably have some of the best uh, videos from their trip. So it's quite an episode. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking yeah. at our time, and I'm like, hey, maybe I could squeeze out the amount of time we usually record so I can edit this. But there's a lot of dead 
there's going to be quite a bit of dead space in some of this. Yeah. I'm trying to fill it. So, Derek, you had something that you were trying to say for a second ago. I did, but I forget what it was now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now during. So what kind of um. Because I was looking at that itinerary, it looks like there's plenty of time to just explore around the ship and stuff yep. and build into this what they have over on this. Um, but what kind of, other than the planned specific things you have to do, what else is there to do on the ship that they've not, that's not just um, part of the actual like schedule of what you're doing? Well, you got the sublight lounge, which is the bar, okay. which is where you could go and play sabacc. Uh, there's only one sabacc table in there. It's a hollow sabacc. Uh, but they, they set up stuff for like, um, planetary bingo. Uh, there's a, like a costume pageant that they do. I forgot what they call it. Some regalia. Uh, yeah. Give me half a second. I saw it. Um, um so is there, is there other things to do besides just Sabak? game wise? Um, or just like, or in the yeah. lounge? Not really. I mean, how with the amount, the amount of guests you have at each time through, how do you get away with just one sabacc table? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how they get away with just the one. Because there's a sabacc tournament that they right. run a couple times. I think what they do, see, I don't know. I haven't seen the sabacc tournaments to know how it's done. So I don't know if it's done at the hollow table or if they actually break out decks of sabacc. Because uh, the ship has its own deck, which I really want. And the dice for it are metal dice and are weighted perfectly. They are gorgeous. Um, do they have uh, Do they have training for Sabak or do you? Have yes. To, yeah. Yeah. They uh, will actually teach you. They will teach. Uh, first day, they they teach you how to play Sabak, and then the next day you do the you you get into the tournament if you want. And I think the I think the tournament is regular is played with the regular cards, not with uh not at the hollow not at the hollow table. Mm. Uh, the other nice thing is too with the ship. There's also they have their own Sabak chipset to go with it, which I'm like, yeah, I want that as well. So, what else? The other stuff is there are to do? Ah. Uh, they're available only if you are on the ship. They're not available um, to buy through like Shop Disney right now. Everything's still exclusive mm-hmm. to the ship. Unfortunately, right now I can't buy anything on the ship yet. They haven't opened it up for cast members. And I'm already building a list of what I would love to get over time. Yeah. <clears throat> so. So what other um, th- things are there to, when you have downtime that's not actually scheduled? Um, I mean, you, you, there's a lot of interaction with different characters, and you can see how a lot of that plays out throughout the uh, um, throughout the ship. Uh, you also have bridge training that goes on, where you learn systems, loaders, shields weapons um and i've seen some people where they they may pop in on a second one just to watch not to participate but just to watch um because there's because each training session has its own sub story at least to the bigger picture and, and then we have other shows that happen off and on throughout the day like gaia's appearance because you have to go pick up gaia um and her appearance and when she appears on the ship comes onto the ship i mean it's a big ceremony a big to do um SK gets captured at one point, and there's a whole show based around that. Um, of course, the opening muster, which you get your safety drill, and then all of a sudden the First Order comes in and says, you know, they're going to be on the ship. Then the First Order takeover of the ship, and then yeah, the power down, getting into the finale with the whole battle with, with Kylo and Ray, which is when you see um, the extendable saber from Ray. 
uh, the one that's been in all the videos, you get to see that live in person at that stage. Um, yeah, a lot of cool things. A lot of cool things. How how late do they do these things? Like, is there like? Uh, they run to about ten ten thirty at night mm-hmm. each night. Yeah, this sample sample itinerary they had on here was the spectacular finale on the second night is like from ten to eleven. Yeah, it it runs from about ten ten to ten thirty. So, about approximately, I mean, I don't know if you know the actual numbers, but how many guests do you get per cycle or per trip officially? Uh, we, I think our max we could do is, I think three fifty. That's not bad. That's small enough that you could actually, everybody could, uh, the guests can actually get to know each other a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. Still yeah. Feel full. Yeah. Yeah. There's only a hundred rooms in the resort. That's why it costs so much. Um, personal opinion. I, me personally, I think the price is still a little high personal opinion. And mm-hmm. this is me working there, but I, to me, the price still seems justified being how exclusive and just definitely how immersive everything is. I mean, there is yeah. nothing like this in the world. This is a first. Also, we've seen from um, when they've when Disney has opened other things and um, when they have first openings, like when they had for uh, Galaxy's Edge, when they limited the amount of people coming in and all that stuff. But also they've we've seen them and other places have extremely high prices to start with to try to slow down how many people are coming and hitting it all at once right. and then bring the price down as you come right? or give you like bonus, like in the winter, it'll, the prices will drop and it'll, it'll fluctuate depending on time and uh, capacity. Right now, I believe what you're talking about with galaxy's edge, when, when they opened California first, they limited the number of people in the visit. When Florida opened, we didn't have limitations on how many people came in. Or when? I mean, it, it it was it was pretty much straight open. Yeah, if, I, if I remember right, a lot of people that were really rushing to see Galaxy's Edge had already been to California. Uh, yes and no, yes and no. Oh. I, and you can't say, well, California's is smaller than Florida's. No, they're both fourteen acres. Galaxy's yeah, Edge in both parks is, is Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's essentially the same footprint. Um, it's just how things are laid out. Like where our X-Wing and A-Wing at California is they're side by side. Ours, we have a special pad set up where it's on a higher platform and then the A-Wing is more ground level to you. It's not like that in California. Yeah. So. But also, like I said, the price is also by um, demand. At some point, we've seen the, not just Disney, but other other resorts and things, depending on capacity. If you're on a where it's normally a downtime for the where they got less um, guess they're gonna lower the prices to fill it up. Right. So you give this a year, it'll be probably two, five years or more, and then those the prices will come down some, so the families can see it easier to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you never know. I mean, still going to a Disney Maybe. resort, so you're gonna spend a lot of money. Yes. But you may not yes. have to mortgage the house. You may just have to put a second loan on the car. <laughs> S- sell your third born. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I'm surprised. I, I would not be surprised if at some point Disney opens their own bank so they can give out loans to go on vacations <laughs> to Disney. <laughs> They'll loan you the money to go to Disney World. Finance. Yeah, no kidding. Finance through us. Welcome to Disney Finance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, here, there's the next cryptocurrency, the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So, um, they make it so that all the resorts only take their currency. I can see that happening. Yeah, I don't know. I know here the big the big music park here is Cedar Point, and they've announced this year they're completely cash free. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I'm sure a lot of that still has to deal with COVID. Probably. Especially since so many credit cards have tap now, where you don't even have to slide them into a thing. You just kind yeah. of set up against mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Or and then a lot of people at this point are just, just switch it over and um, do like Google Pay or Apple Pay or Samsung Pay or any of that on your phone. So they yeah. just scan your phone. You're good. Yeah. So it's getting strange and unusual out there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, any other questions y'all got? I think we had a lot of it that you're allowed to talk about. Yeah, I can't. And what I, else are you excited about that we've not touched on that you're allowed to talk about? <laughs> uh, when you when you go from ground level or leave Earth and go up to the ship, the launch pod, such an amazing experience. Uh, and the way we had the view windows where uh, you're, you're seeing outside the ship, outside your pod, and all of a sudden, boom, you're, you know, the thrusters kick in and you see, you know, everything going around you. As you head up into space and all of a sudden, boom, break the atmosphere. You're slowly heading towards the Halcyon. You see the Halcyon appear and the loaders grab the, the pod and, and bring you to the, to the, uh, to the docking, docking ring outside. Door opens up right into the atrium. It's so amazing. Just that f- anytime I've done it, even for one of my tracks at work, we have to bring something up that particular way. I, I get a little awed by it, by that view, because it's, it's such a unique view, and it's so fun. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is why we're doing this. Uh, with the open house, we went up that way. And and Zoe and Melissa were just, Zoe was completely awestruck. She goes, oh, my Lord, this is gorgeous. Because it, it, it's it's unique. It's, it's, it's almost like when, when we've watched Fifth Element, the movie Fifth Element, and they... That's kind of what I was seeing when I'm looking through all this stuff. It's, like, it's reminding me of the ship on there, on the cruise ship. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Flux in Paradise. There yes, we go. Yes, that's it. The Paradise. Um, it took me three or four times watching that movie to fully understand what it was what was going on. Really? The, 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 yeah. It, I, I think it was like third time viewing. I finally picked up on everything that was going on. I mean, I had a general concept of what it was, but... Mm. There's so much little things going on that the main story you get, no matter through the whole thing. But some of the side tangent things going on is like, when the world is it? Oh, oh, that's what that is. <laughs> it's, it's the same way with this. I mean, there are so many subplots with this ship. You're like, really, never. I mean, you, you just you just think about it, and you're like, didn't think there would be all this extra. So, um, StarWars.com has 10 things we loved about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, yeah, I, look, I flipped through that a little bit. I didn't actually read them, but. So, uh, Aliens Among Us walk among us. Uh, in the pictures they show, they, they show Wani and Sandro. Uh, I'm not sure where exactly uh, this takes place. Yeah. Um, now, today, for. Um for Wani, do they actually have her mouth move when she's talking? Oh, she talks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she she but, talks. But it's sometimes interesting with someone wearing a mask, walking around, and seeing the that the animatronics are working correctly. <laughs> no, Wani talks, and this is 
and I'm, I'm gonna say you know she talks i mean she okay she looks like a road i mean she looks like your typical rodian talking this i mean that's how rodians look and how they talk yeah so um there are many new faces to interact with and few recognizable ones um besides chewy um and of course, Ren, you don't interact with. You just see he comes in as very in, barely in, uh, near the end. Uh, you got Sammy, the Corillian mechanic, uh, SK620, uh, Linkamok, uh, Captain Keevan, uh, Croy, his first order troopers. And of course, uh, as we talked about uh, with the aliens walking among us, um, you know, Gaia the Twi'lek, uh, her Rodian bandmate, Wani, and, um, and Sandro. But they don't mention Sandro. In this in that first paragraph but sandro deserves a big part of this as well uh the ship's design is unlike anything you've ever seen in person um i mean when you see these pictures and whatnot it, it's i mean we've seen we have not seen a ship like this in star wars i hate to see it but some of it is reminiscent to me of um of star Trek. it feels like it would be in the star trek universe a little bit in the next generation universe Yes. Just because of the rounded halls and stuff like that, that it just feels like it'd be like a galaxy class starship almost. Yeah, but I mean, look at look at what we got in the sequel trilogy as well. Yeah, I mean, very oh, similar I'm not vibe. It's not Star Wars. I just said it, it's just it has a similar design elements. They borrow from each other. Yeah. So I mean, no big deal. It's fine. Um, so from from the atrium to the view of the stars on the bridge. Um, the Halcyon has captured the fill of stepping into a pristine Star Wars ship, like uh, Drayden Voss's yacht or the Millennium Falcon before Solo took the helm. <laughs> From the Lando days, <laughs> maybe. Um, although there's plenty to go to do aboard, make time to sit in your cabin and watch the stars from your personal viewport and appreciate the attention to detail, including the Arabish among many languages translated on the emergency instructions on the cabin door. Uh, you can explore the climate simulator, cool your heels in the brig, which, yes, there is a brig, and learn to wield a lightsaber. So, uh, depending on what your choices and stuff you made, do you get arrested? Uh, yes. Or is something you decide to go check out? <laughs> you can get arrested, and you can also throw stormtroopers in the brig. Ah. Uh, um, so, the climate simulator provides a chance to get some fresh air and act in a and acclimate to the Batu's bright suns. Uh, if you talk to the right people or cross the wrong ones, you'll gain access to the brig. And in lightsaber, in the lightsaber training room or the dojo, as we call it, you can tap into the force for one of the highlights of various trainings, learning how to use the weapon of a Jedi. Uh, you could choose your own destiny, um, which we talked about. Uh, finally learn to play um, Sabacc and, uh, so in the sublight lounge, several other voyagers enjoyed rounds of sabacc at the holo table, um, which or or you could get cocktails from around the galaxy. Uh, the lounge itself is a highlight for anyone who's ever wondered what it's like to step into a high end cantina. Uh, the food is unlike anything you've ever seen, uh, from a fish dish with moving parts and a blue shrimp appetizer to waffles with the Halcyon logo and blue bantha butter. The, the menu has been carefully tailored to complete the immersive experience for all five seasons or senses seasons, all five senses. Um, there's so much going on. You'll wish you had a Camino cloning technology um, just because of, I mean, you, while you do have some downtime, you're, you're constantly on the go. You, 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 you know, between all the different missions that you're working on, 
you're constantly on the go. Uh, you can watch your favorite Star Wars movie from your bed. So when you have downtime, uh, there is a TV in the room. Uh, and I believe with the TV there, you have access to Disney+. Plus. So you go on Disney+, Plus and you can watch The Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or Empire Strikes Back. And then the finale. Uh, whatever path you choose, your adventure hurdles towards one epic uh, conclusion clash between good and evil inside the main atrium. Ray and Kylo go head to head in a battle that calls upon the force itself or a thrilling piece of immersive theater coming at you from all corners of the room, uh, culminating in a firework celebration worthy of Coruscant. Uh, Coruscant. Uh, so yeah. Of course, a firework uh, celebration, huh? Does that mean you get to see it outside the windows, basically? Pretty much, yeah. So, so yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's any other stories. I'm just trying to fill up a hair bit of time. Y'all have any well, other questions? Unfortunately, I have to get going. Okay, then we'll just leave it here. Any final thoughts, guys? I gotta figure out how I yes, gotta figure I out how to sell a kidney to someone so I can get go to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably never gonna get to go. Um uh, don't say never. Uh, Who knows? I'll see what the future We'll see what the future brings down the road. Yeah. Uh, I am. Um, I am going to say, unless you're going this direction, uh, condolences to Alan Ladd Jr.'s family. Is that where you're going? I was going to. Okay. But... <laughs> nope. Go ahead. Yeah. Continue on. No, no. Go ahead. No, you take it. Sorry. I did not mean to steal your thunder. So please finish it up. Well, I was just going to say, um, as Mike said, we lost Alan Ladd Jr. Who, who, uh, it was very influential in uh, many, many great films, including Star Wars. Uh, he was 94 years old. Um, I did not see his cause of death, but I'm hoping it he died peacefully in his sleep. It says he passed away peacefully at home, according to his uh, family. 84. Yeah, so that's good. Oh, 84. I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. My eyes are tired. Yeah. I know the feeling. Ken, any final thoughts? Well, just with Alan Ladd, um, there's a lot of times that um, a lot of people would look at and say the original Star Wars trilogy or Star Wars, the original movie would not have been made if it wasn't for Alan Ladd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, if I remember, he's the guy at Fox that, or he was working for Fox at the time that greenlit and said, OK, we'll take a chance on this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just looking he at was cou- the guy that provided the money. <laughs> just looking at a couple of headlines from comicbook.com. Uh, Star Wars, Marvel to adopt the Mandalorian into a comic book series, and uh, Rogue Squadron still sports 2023 release date despite delay reports. So we'll just have to see. Interesting. Oh, and also a pushback on uh, season two of Bad Batch. It's not going to be the summer. It's going to be later in the year. Yeah. Ah, okay. Which, you know, I'm okay with if if it's to make sure it looks and it's done right. I'm okay with that. So Yeah. Uh, but on that note, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jets, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my